2: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast.
0: This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Well, we discussed some of the uh, thank you again to BYU and what they did. West Virginia, Texas found a way to get through Wyoming. But there were some like, what in the world? And one of those was Oklahoma State against Southern Al- South Alabama. Jacob Unruh joins us for the Oklahoman on 365 Sports. Jacob, thank you very much for your time. What is the mood in Stillwater, Oklahoma? <laughs>
1: uh, it depends on who you ask, what the mood is around here. Uh, you know, if you ask the fans, it's, uh, the sky is falling on the program and it's panic and gnashing of teeth and whatever you want to say. Um you know, Mike Gundy today, though, said that, you know, when, when he was asked that, you know, there's obviously minor problems that could be fixed, but can you fix the major problems? And he said, there are no major problems. So, um, after looking at film and stuff, it feels like everything is correctable. And so, um, it really depends on who you ask, but it was a very bad loss on Saturday yeah. and you know, especially the way that it happened. And so I think the mood around the program this week is going to be very serious, very like, Like it already is, but. I think it's going to be more, so this week, more focused on fixing everything they possibly can because they've got an Iowa State team that offensively has struggled but still pretty good defensively coming this week. and It could be a defensive slugfest, rock fight, whatever you want to call it this week that, that I think OSU knows they have to win. Uh,
0: I w- When you say that, I almost see the Spider-Man meme of him and Dabo Sweeney kind of pointing at each other uh, <laughs> right now. But Jacob and they like – None of the three quarterbacks are are really setting the world on fire, and they were not in that game at all this weekend. So uh, there's, I mean, I know he's got to be optimistic, and he can't just go out there and be like, "Listen, we stink. We should give up football. I give up. I'm going to go move to the desert." But I mean, it, it there's uphill climb for the rest of the year, right?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, I think you know, as people want to point to the quarterback, you know, playing three quarterbacks is the issue and. Really the biggest issue is their offensive line has just not been any good. And they made changes to it, the, the scheme this offseason. We're very high on it coming the season. Gundy Zay still says he feels like the offensive line better than it was last year. But the offensive line still has struggled massively and it didn't give any ability to run the you know, run the ball last week. It didn't give any protection to the quarterbacks. They couldn't get in going. And that's the biggest issue right now. That's the most concerning issue to me besides quarterback couple spots down the list on that. They've got to figure out the offensive line. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is, if if there's no protection. Um and so that makes it an uphill battle because I'm not a hundred percent sure that that's a fixable thing, especially in a short amount of time like this week. Um to get that figured out and so that's what's going to make it such a tough battle
2: jacob what was that just atmosphere like in Stillwater? as that was unfolding because i, I saw the score come across and i was like what i mean just mm. it's one thing to, to lose but to lose 33 to 7 and i know there was you know apparently a good crowd there and all that a gundy commented on that in the post game and and so just what was what was that like to watch it unfold live and in person from uh, the oklahoma state point of view
1: um, you know, I think they were very frustrated because, you know, after Alan Bowman threw his interception, and he came out for his fourth series as planned. They booed him really heavily. Fans booed him really heavily. Um, and then when Gunnar Gundy came in, it was almost a fan ovation. Um, so the fans were, were really into the game. They hung around for a while. But you could tell they started getting really frustrated. There was a lot of booing throughout the night for various reasons. Um, you know, I think they were just kind of set up with the offense not being able to do anything. And um, it was very frustrating to watch. And so, you know, I'll be interested to see if they can, you know, recover this weekend. And then they got a bye week, and then, you know, home game on Friday night against Kansas State will be really massive. So, um, but this was pretty disheartening for a lot of fans.
0: You know, Jacob, it, there was last year with all this drama, they had the win in Waco. And then after that, the wheels fell off. And you hear about the, the rot that uh, the, eventually the attrition and on top of that injuries. And at one point, maybe on the kick coverage team, they had nothing but freshmen or those who had not played. Did they react well enough, in your opinion, to that? Paul met, you know, brought up the transfer portal, but did they did Gundy just stick his head in the sand?
1: No, I don't think so. I think they worked to rebuild the roster. Um, I think they're a little slow to adjust the portal some in some ways, but. Uh, I don't think he stuck his head in the sand. I think they, have you know, learned from some of that. I think that's why we're seeing three quarterbacks in a lot of ways because I think it's trying to keep a guy like Gary Angel from leaving because he's not getting an opportunity or quick enough. Um, you know, I think that's why you're seeing three running backs. I think that's where we're seeing a lot of this as they're trying to motivate players to stay, get them involved, get to develop, um, add depth and avoid the portal issues again that they had this offseason.
0: So, Jacob, I mean, as they get into the teeth of the Big 12 schedule, how long do you think before they settle on a quarterback or they continue to, to ride the merry-go-round until until the end?
1: You know, I think I think we're going to see – I'm starting to lean towards what we'll see after the bye week uh, quarterback decision um, because I think, you know, Gundy expressed today that, you know, there's that concern too that the longer you go, the, the less – the more it hurts, the, the eventual starter that they were losing the number one team uh, reps in practice um, because you're splitting those number one reps between three guys right now, and you're not going to get those back. And so I think I think a decision will come sooner than later at this point, but we won't get one this week. I think you'll still see the rotation. It's going to be said as much today, but I think out of bye week, maybe be the opportunity to name a starter.
2: So you mentioned that uh, it all kind of starts with that offensive line. How do they get that? Better and going and how do they improve? I mean, it's it's hard to do mid season, right, Jacob? There's no transfer portal to yeah. go grab a guy right now. So, what do you do uh, if you're Mike Gundy and trying to correct that as best you can?
1: You know, I think they they shuffled some things in the you know, they shuffled things in the game and moved Dalton Cooper, a Texas State transfer. They moved the, from Oklahoma. They moved him to left tackle, his natural position. I think mean, that helped a lot. They did some things like that and in the game that on the touchdown drives, you know, that they had a lot of success with. So they need to do something like that. But there's not not a guy that can cover it up there's not a quick answer you know the running backs are are talented but they're not you know nfl ready yet they're not those guys that are going to get those extra yards when the line is, is struggling like it is and um they don't have a spencer sanders type runner at quarterback Gunnar gundy's faster than the other guys that can run a little bit but he's not spencer sanders um who who clearly covered up a lot of issues in the last couple of years with this line with his ability to move um so you got to start by just finding the right person if you feel good that know they can go and be physical and open up some lanes. Because otherwise, it's just going to be the shuffle more and more. I mean, they've already shifted the tight end in. They've got the full back end. You know, they're doing everything they can. It's just, you know, they've got to figure out the right uh, mix of guys up front.
2: So, Iowa State, it's not like they're coming in just guns blazing either. This has got the potential to be just a rock fight. Uh, what are your expectations and what – uh, based on what you know about Iowa State, kind of feeds into how you think this game goes and how Oklahoma State matches up.
1: You know, I, I, it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be a very low-scoring game. Um, you know, I think it's interesting because, you know, Brian Nardo, the new defensive coordinator at OSU, uh, learned the 3 5 the new scheme for OSU, from Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Um, so now they're going against each other. So I think that's going to be interesting. And I think it's going to, um, you know, really – be fascinating to see how those teams respond against those defenses that are very similar. They're different, but they're similar. Um, so I think it's going to be a low scoring game. I, you know, I think it's going to be entertaining in a lot of ways, but I think, I think you're not going to see a ton of four.
0: Jacob is, I, I like Mike Gundy and what he's done there. The stability, I think other than what Kirk Ferentz at, at, Iowa,
1: but is he bulletproof? Oh, I don't think anyone's bulletproof, Right. Um, you know he's got the contract that that keeps rolling over, um, but I don't think he's bulletproof. I think uh, you know I think if things continue, you know if they had another four year like they did last year and it builds up, not saying this year, but they keep building up for a couple more years, and I and there's no way he's bulletproof. Um, you know, so I, I I I I don't think anyone's bulletproof, and I, I especially don't think Mike Gundy's bulletproof.
0: Jacob, under the Oklahoman on Oklahoma State after the uh, shocking and also lopsided loss to South Alabama.
2: Jacob, uh, I, I don't like to be all negative nailing. I know that's easy to do right now. And, hey, we same thing here in Waco with the start that uh, Baylor's <laughs> off to. But what have been some of the bright spots that you at least can kind of uh, glean from the, the disappointment and, and focus in on moving forward here?
1: You know, I actually think the defense is pretty good. I think that's a good – Early bright spot for them. I think the defense is taking a lot of good steps forward. They're tackling better than they had some issues during that early. They fixed that for the most part. Um, they got gashed a little bit this last week, um, but I like what they're going in a lot of direction. You know, Colin Oliver is turning a monster linebacker. I think that's been huge for them, uh, especially the last two weeks. He was kind of held in check that first week on purpose, kind of don't show a lot of stuff. In the last two weeks, he's really started to open things up with him and, and get things going and so and that's the price spot the secondary's been pretty good overall I think um you know I think the receivers have been good too for the most part um you know I, I like what I've seen out of Dajon Stribling who's, who's been a guy that has been a very big playmaker coming from Washington State and you know he got hurt this last week and so I think that hurt passing game a little bit too but I really like what I've seen from him as a playmaker and uh Jayden Bray had a big drop but I think he's really coming along and um, they just have to find ways to get guys like Ollie Gordon and Brennan Fesley more involved because those guys are really electrifying players for them when they have the ball in their hands. So they, they struggle to get those guys involved. And I think if you get those, there's another bright spot. Jacob, thanks
0: for jumping on with us when you did. Have a great week and good luck moving forward. We'll talk to you again down the road. All right. Thanks, fellas. Thank you, Jacob Under the Oklahoman on Oklahoma State.